Then Jesus said to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was squandering his property. So he summoned him and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Give me an accounting of your management, because you cannot be my manager any longer. The manager said to himself, What will I do now that my master is taking the position away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do so that when I am dismissed as manager, people may welcome me into their homes. So summoning his master's debtors, one by one, he asked the first, How much do you owe my master? He answered, A hundred jugs of olive oil. He said to him, Take your bill, sit down quickly, and make it fifty. Then he asked another, And how much do you owe? He replied, A hundred containers of wheat. He said to him, Take your bill and make it eighty. And his master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourself by means of dishonest wealth, so that when it is gone, they may welcome you into the eternal homes. Whoever is faithful and very little is faithful also in much, and whoever is dishonest and very little is dishonest also in much. If then you have not been faithful with the dishonest wealth, who will entrust to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to one another, to another, who will give you what is your own? No slave can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus who is the living Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for this day for all you have given to us. And Lord, we ask that you be with us and guide us, that you help us to be good stewards of all that you have given to us, that we may go into your world to share your love. This we ask in your holy and your precious name. Amen. This is one of the most difficult parables that Jesus tells. After almost 30 years of ministry, 28 years of ministry, I still read this parable and scratch my head. And, and I'm not alone. I looked at probably five different sets of commentaries, and all commentaries say, this is the most difficult text that Jesus has ever done. <laughs> because it seems counterintuitive to who we are and what we believe, you know dishonest wealth and being dishonest so that you can have this and and on and on. It just doesn't seem to fit with what we come to have known, know about the promises of God through Jesus, right? It's, it's not about love and 
it's about shrewdness and dealing with children of this age and it's about a dishonored a dis a, a dishonest steward a dishonest manager so I want you to think about the word steward just real quick so we have a good understanding. In Greek, it's oikomonos, and it literally means the keeper of the house. So when we think of a steward, it's not just a manager over something. It's the keeper of all of the house. It's the keeper of all the affairs. It's the keeper of everything that has to do with running this and so the master can be away and do whatever. And so there has to be a lot of trust, a lot of reliability and understanding. Now, I think my first experience at being a steward, if you will, might have been when I was third or fourth grade. I decided that I would approach my dad and say that I wanted to make some money you know I didn't get an allowance but I wanted to make some money I thought I needed some spending money of some sort and so my dad said well you know I tell you what every time you mow the yard I'll give you five dollars now we had a five acre yard But I loved being on the tractor and out and mowing and doing all that and just being outside and, and all the things that went with that. So that, I thought that was a great deal. However, I had to keep an accounting of my time. Now, this is before Lotus 1, 2, 3. Those of you who laugh understand that joke, which is before Excel and before personal computer, so I had your basic graph paper with a ruler and lines drawn. You know, dates and the number of hours worked, and although I wasn't getting paid by the hour, I was just getting a flat rate. And I had to turn that in every time I wanted paid. And so that went really fairly well, except one time dad looked at it and said, well, it says, it says consistently it's taking you three, three and a half hours to mow everything and do everything, but you only put an hour down here. I said, well, I only did part of the yard. No, 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 that's not the deal, right? You have to mow all the yard. And so I learned what sort of managing, being a steward, in this case, the steward of making sure our yard was kept nice and neat, was about. And so, how about in 2019, for all of us gathered here in God's house, what does it mean for us to be a steward of the gifts God has given to us? I mean, are we being faithful and just in taking care of God's creation? Are we, are we buying things and doing things out of, out of self-will and want and putting trash here and doing stuff? Are we taking care of the creation? Are we being good stewards of what 
has been entrusted to us. I lived in Bell Fountain for 14 years, the highest point in the state of Ohio. They had to pass an ordinance that the Cherokee landfill could not go over a certain altitude so it would not become the highest point in the state of Ohio. Are we being good stewards of all the stuff as we just open up whatever and pitch the trash into the can and even wondering about that? Are we being good stewards of reaching out and taking care of those who are in need, the poor, the sick, the hungry, the homeless, the naked, those in prison? When we have the things that we need and maybe the folks just down the street are struggling to make ends meet, are we being good stewards? Are we being good stewards with the, in, in, out of generosity when we gather in God's house and giving back to God the things that God has first given to us? Or are we being focused on, I want this, not opposed, only we use the word need. Now, please know that if I was at the mythical church, St. John's by the gas station, this sermon would be, say, be, the, be the same. It's not about you and me here. It's about the whole, all of God's people, right? We all have this time in our lives when we are not being the stewards that God has called us to be. We want to make sure that we have enough to retire on. We have all the things that we want. And sometimes we get things that we don't even need because, well, it's on sale. And sometimes we just do it, right? Now, I don't want you to feel too bad because Luther, you know, when we say the Lord's Prayer, the Lord's Prayer is just so full of wonderful things. And, you know, we say, give us this day our daily bread. Do you remember your small catechism? Luther reminds us what? What is daily bread? Food, clothing, shelter, family, good friends, good job, the things that we need to be able to live and to function in our daily lives. So how do we become better stewards of the gifts God has given to us? How do we reach out into God's world and do more and more things so that we are caring for creation, so that we're caring for our neighbors, so that we're being generous in our giving. It's a, it's a task that can be difficult because just like the dishonest manager in our gospel, we sometimes aren't paying attention. And the, and the master comes and asks, how have you accounted? How have you managed the things that I have entrusted to you? The good news for all of us gathered here today, the good news is that if we try to do it on our own, we are not going to do a very good job.
because of our humanness, because of who we are. We're going to continue to do things the way we see best and fit. But we have the promise of God through Jesus, who died on the cross, who was raised from the dead, that we have the promise of new life, that we have the gift of forgiveness of sin, and that nothing, nothing can take away that love from us in Christ Jesus. And because nothing can take that away from us, we can begin to think about what it means to be a good steward. in all the different locations and different places and ways that it comes to us. So I, Luke is going to hammer us for a few weeks on this topic. It's what the Gospel of Luke does. One out of seven verses in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke are about money. Why? How does our gospel end today? You cannot serve God and wealth. Because money can, it doesn't have to be, but money can be that thing that pulls us from God. So ask yourselves, ask your family, ask as, as you pray, how you can be a better steward. I will pray how I can be a better steward of the gifts God has given to me. And together, we can go out into God's world. We can manage those gifts so that all people so that all people can know what we already know the promise and gift of God's love through Jesus let us go and be good stewards amen